listening to the Cars of Carlisle podcast, episode 50. CFC turns one year old. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, Darren and the Cars of Carlisle crew celebrate their first year in business. Since March 2018, the CFC team has been having a blast bringing you the finest in automotive-related content, sharing with you behind-the-scenes audio experiences and car nut stories from across the USA, as well as other parts of the globe. Your friends at CFC have been blessed to meet and speak with incredible car people who have all become great friends to the CFC community. We like to refer to them as our CFC alumni. And on that point, in late March, Darren reached out to all previous podcast guests to ask for their earnest feedback on how we can better serve you, our valued podcast listeners. It's important that we continuously improve in making the Cars of Carlisle show the very best for you. Why not drop us a line at carsofcarlisle at outlook.com and share your input and interests. So grab a piece of cake. It's time to celebrate the first of many years of your favorite automotive podcast. So let's get revved up. Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren, and by my side here is Scott. Howdy-ho, everybody. Joining in this afternoon, evening, and Studio A, and we... I had a great time just a few days ago. We were in Watkins Glen, New York at Watkins Glen International Raceway. And uh, that's going to actually play into today's trivia question. So let's get right to that. The question I have for all of you, and the answer will be in the in the content of the, this podcast, is this. Here's the question. Watkins Glen, the racing there, was typically on public roads and around the town and village. Uh, but in this year, we're looking for the the actual year, a more permanent circuit was actually built. The track itself was was built. So what year was that? Uh, we'll get to that answer at the end of the episode and listen for it going forward. Before we jump in, I'm going to take a, a break and say a big thank you to our corporate sponsor, and that is Man Engineering out of Santa Clara, California. For all things Subaru High Performance, they have put a lot of effort into finding the very best, sourcing the best parts and uh, definitely check them out at man-engineering.com. Okay, so back to it. Uh, we wanted to tell you a little bit about the fact that we are just two weeks out from Spring Carlisle. I know, I'm talking to some of our fans and friends, that we are all getting very excited and stoked to go to that. Uh, it's two weeks from today. It starts on Wednesday, April 24th, and runs through that Sunday, the 28th of April. So can't wait for that. Big part, as you saw, this episode too is to say, hey, we just turned one uh, single candle on the cake. But uh, <laughs> Happy anniversary, Cars of Carla. Yeah, that's what it is. We we incorporated March 27th of 2018. We've been putting out the podcast since uh, shortly thereafter in the uh, second week of April of 2018. And this is which episode? This is 50. And there have been a couple point episodes around the holidays, and we had the 
triple zero introduction and some other things, but uh, this is episode number 50, and we thought good time just to uh, put it in neutral and, and say, wow, we've come a long way, but it's not about us. It is about all of you, the fans, the friends, the community built. This is absolutely 100% a success because of each and every one of you listening week after week, and we thank you so much. For those of you who have been subscribing and passing the word and having your friends and family and, and car buddies subscribe, huge thank you to you because that's why we're seeing these monumental jumps and downloads week after week, and that is thanks to your efforts. Uh, we certainly try and put a good word out and talk to everybody anywhere we are, but... And it's free. What, what better way, too? How about it, Scott? I mean, if you, by subscribing through iTunes or, or through uh, Google Play, you're able to have, when we launch the episode around 10.30 Eastern each Tuesday night, it will be there waiting for you Wednesday morning before you wake up. You and click play on your commute or uh, you know whatever time you may have, right. and you'll just listen to it. It's, it's easy. there, ready to go and waiting. So subscribing is the easiest way to make sure you always have the latest content from us and, and two. Rating and reviewing. If you if you haven't done so, thank you in advance for considering so. Five stars if you think we're worth it. And giving us a, just a couple sentence review helps a lot. Sp- and you'd love to hear from people on the website as well. Go onto the feedback page, type a little snippet into us. We'd love to hear that. You want to give the URL just as a reminder? www.carsofcarlisle.com Cha-ding! There it is. All right. Um, so along with that first year, one of the things you heard mentioned in the introductory uh content was the fact that back in March of uh, just this year, we were having a kind of an internal Cars of Carlisle team meeting, staff meeting, whatever you want to call it. And I had thrown out the idea that I really want uh, to gather feedback from all of you. Ideas were thrown around. The team was brainstorming and, and the support team jumped on it. They We together wrote a, an email, sent it out to all the alumni, previous guests, both 2018 and 2019 of the show. And we asked some questions. And some of those were specifically around what can we do better we want to be a podcast that continuously improves for you asked about uh, what did they like what was the most positive part of the interview experiences week after week what their thoughts were on what should we add to the process what would they like to hear more of less of it's really kind of that agile scrum philosophy of what are we doing what can we do better how do we improve it and that's really where we're trying to go with this should we be more casual in the interviews more formal what uh, what works format-wise and information content-wise? Um, what are some things that I could be doing better as far as asking the interviewees that you would like to hear more about, learn more about? What kind of topics, what kind of events should we be covering? Went into just about um, anything and everything that they, helping us brainstorm, would recommend or suggest to make this better. And Scott, you would agree that the, the feedback came in pretty quickly. Oh, it was really fast and, and really good points to it. And I think also what might make them more comfortable, of course, the feedback here was just that everybody thought it was it was great. Everybody loved the style. Right. And I always welcome the constructive too. It doesn't always have to be flowery and wonderful. And it was very overwhelmingly positive. And we want to share with you some of the excellent feedback and ideas that came. We will we'll keep some of the anonymity, of course, to the fans and the, and the alumni that gave us some feedback. But Scott, do you want to give a couple of examples of what we were emailed with? 
Yeah, actually, the the one was whenever the, the question, the, what was positive about the interview experience, and it wasn't even geared towards anybody saying about being a comfort level or a casual level, but everybody answered back with, uh, like, the one reply was, the casual way makes you feel like you're listening in on a conversation that you would hear in thousands of garages or race trips or swap meets across the country. Mm-hmm. And another person said about made it so comfortable, it was just a couple of guys talking about cars, not intimidating at all. So it does go back to the fact that you know, as much as Darren has always said it is about the people, all of these people are saying they feel like it's about the people. It's about right. them, what they find interesting, and the comfort level of them talking and giving the interviews, but also as far as listening to it. It's just a nice, casual way to, to kind of unwind. Public, It's not really a public speaking event or anything along those lines, too. Right. And I have to say it. Kudos to some of our alumni. There were more than maybe five or six guests that were not so sure they wanted to be on the show. They didn't think they had a story to tell. They didn't think that their background, their car, their how they got into vehicles was all that interesting. They were worried about maybe their voice. I can tell you, I don't think I have a very good radio voice. They were concerned about the tonality of their voice and uh, worried about perhaps how they would come across. And and they ended up being some of the more fluid it, interviews. Exactly. Yeah. They, they were very engaging. And, and I think two of them especially said to you, yeah, I'd like to do another part to this, or I would like to do a yeah. follow-up on this. So That makes me so proud to hear someone that was, well, I guess I'll be on your show. And then, <laughs> hey, your, I want to do another one. To your point, yeah. Scott, they you know, say, hey, can I bring this person on or a family member or um, can we do a part two or part three? Several of our alumni, and we've had every, but I have enjoyed every single person in an interview. And I kid you not, it's just been one of the most energizing times of my life to meet all these new people, to build friends. Uh, how about it? We were, as we were getting ready to, to do recording in the studio night, we were just doing some business and getting caught up on uh, administrative things. And there were some emails from friends we met at Corvettes at Carlisle. Oh, yeah. And they were just, Already looking forward to yeah, this year saying, again. Can't wait to see in August. And and these are good friends that are down in the D.C., Maryland area. And they were simply just uh, checking in. And it's it's so cool to have a community. It really is a community. And that's what's, as you know, in the, in the tagline. It's you know, car community, car culture. and th- It could be a car community. <laughs> <laughs> it's a car community. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well. I'll well, be seeking immunity from my <laughs> community statement. Right. Couldn't yeah. help myself. <laughs> yeah, you ought to. They're allowed to get that one trademarked. Who knows, okay. who knows what needs to happen. So one of the other things, too, is we asked what specific content would you like to hear and, and some really good input there. Perhaps uh, topics around uh, Mary Posey and the whole Yanko dealership. We're going to try and uh, get some contacts there. Uh, other famous and local regional car people that uh, would uh, like to be people would like to learn more about them and it's so great in the sense that it's word of mouth um, I can tell you that a guest that you'll be hearing on episode 51 Bill Sangri an amazing guy has one of the most incredible garages I've ever had the privilege to, to be in but he is this uh, guy has a Model A Mopar C7 Vet and he has just been so amazing in opening up his garage and his, his life and stories and everything with me. I, I reach out to him. If I have a question, I text him. It's so cool how uh, with our alumni, our guests that I'm interviewing tomorrow night, have been interviewing this week. I was in uh, uh, the home of someone that was going to be episode 56 just last night. We have already mapped out in the studio 
the next seven episodes, and we know you're going to love the content, including pre-show, post-show of the of the Carlisle events. We have some really great local people that really want to be part of this this community. And that speaks also to uh, the comfort level of the guests that you've had, because this has kind of snowballed with future interviews because of people that knew your guests from before or that they would recommend for you to, hey, talk with this person, that talk is with true. that person. That is and true. it just kind of... It's like a referral know, business. It and kind of jumps off of it. We're it's not great. in sales. That's a good point, Scott. Where Snowball or however you want to say it, uh, one interview begets two more and then each of those people may have one or two people they recommend and I, of course, follow up on those quote-unquote leads, reach out to them and tell us a little about, tell them about us if they'd like to be part of it. And it's just... So great. I, I thank everyone who has been willing to be part of the show, who continues to want to be involved. The fact that we talked a few minutes ago, that they want to come back. We have, okay, we're going to do a, a summer part two feature. or we'll, This fall we'll come back and do uh, where things are after they've done some autocrossing, after they've done s- some rally crossing, other road racing. It's, it's just energetic to be around such amazing car people. And with even just looking back over the year, you you can see how it's grown in the fact of at the beginning, you were kind of struggling for some information as far as keeping the podcast up to a certain length. Well, now we We really edit and edit and edit and edit to take it out, and it's still 45 minutes to an hour. I know. So I know it's all it's all digital. But if if this were a film editing room, we'd have a waste. We'd have a lot on the floor. That's for sure. A lot of waste. Yep. Uh, One of the things I thought was really great. We receive some really valuable information, some uh, brainstorming on things that we can add to the the podcast. You notice, obviously, we've been doing the, the trivia question each and every every week. I think that's been well received. I and know where you're going with this. I'm, I love the idea of this okay. episode. Okay, all right. I was talking. You about. don't have to drum roll or anything, but okay. you got it. <laughs> Fine. Uh, some of the ideas that we were throwing out to us, I I really agree with Scott. Uh, really strong. One would be. Maybe building upon the history of a specific car, delving into how it came to be, uh, maybe its development, it maybe was almost canceled by executives, how it uh, went through various iterations, but really focus in on a particular make and model and drill into that. And that would take a little bit of research for you or for the team, but uh, that would be nice to know any of you listening email in or go onto the website and put in feedback uh-huh. a specific car that you would like. And, Absolutely. And then we can actually kind of, you know, hop throw, onto that. Throw out the, you know, even if it's the uh, DeLorean or whatever, uh, Mustang SVO, you know, make it, uh, make it a challenge and we'll, we'll go ahead and do the research and make sure, make it happen. Two other ideas that were thrown out by our alumni that I really appreciate and value uh, one Scott, I think, is jumping in and out of his socks here. You want yeah. to talk about? You want to talk about the? It's okay. Go ahead. I just thought it was a really cool Go idea. So, so uh, one of the guests had said about having a quiz show format, which I think would be really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, either picking um, some like really panel. informed panel of people, or mm-hmm. even just pulling from prior guests and having them come in a roundtable sort of situation mm-hmm. and uh, and having some question and answers and, and an actual quiz show sort of thing. Everybody loves a game yeah. show. So. And the winner would be, they earn the bragging rights, essentially, right. to be the 2019 Cars of Carlisle uh, trivia brand champion Poobah or yeah. something. So. And another recommendation is something that you have actually already talked about from before is uh, more on-site interviews with people at events. And so yes. uh, you've talked about that, and we're going to actually cover more territory at the events 
and uh, kind of get around a little bit more and get some on-site interviews with people and their takes on things and, and opinions and, you know, just the person on the street kind of thing. Right. Well, big shout out to, I am going to call it a couple names, but uh, Sam and, and Lou have been awesome with uh, their immediate feedback and what they shared with us. And I think the one that Sam had suggested, I think is excellent, is having a multi-generational episode. Whereby, or a couple of them. Well, yeah, there could be several, but we're, but having some form of like a multiple generation episode. And it could be a grandfather and then the, the father and the grandson. Or it could be grandfather, mother, granddaughter. Just the fact that three, four generations of car nuts in that family, how that bug, that flu, that energy, that excitement around four-wheeled vehicles was passed down generation to generation. Because look at the passion even in, I uh, forget what episode number it was with Lisa Langley, though. And, oh, you know, yeah. Her love of everything motorsports yep. came from her family, from her siblings, from her parents. Yeah, Lisa was episode 48. Yeah, episode 48. Listen to that if you haven't, because that's truly telling of how generations affect your love and your passions, and mm -hmm. not just for your interests, but also your love and your passions for the family as well. So that it's kind of a neat, that's it's a great, a great concept. Yeah, episode 48 with Lisa. Uh, she, as, as Scott said to elaborate, grew up basically on two wheels. Everything was motorcycles, motocross, and her family. Her father had a 44, so there were hot rods, and, and she truly lived the Southern Cal life, uh, a magical life, if you will, but it was it's always been and still is. I'm motor, jealous. Yeah, motorsports. I want to be Lisa Langley. <laughs> uh, so amazing ideas. Really want to say thank you to everybody for, for sharing those with us. Uh, we talked a little bit about the fact that we were at Watkins Glen. Let's Let's take a moment from the we turned one year old and we have many 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 years ahead of us we're excited about that and can't wait to continue to build our community thanks to all of you so scott and i as a way to celebrate took the brz to upstate new york we were up near almost elmira but in the watkins Glen, uh it's right at the southern tip of seneca lake but we went to uh, watkins Glen international such a cool experience yeah we went up saturday and we're at the track first thing Sunday morning but both days for opening weekend for $25 you were able to get three paced laps and the whole process benefited a charity thing was in your own car in whatever yes. car you wanted to just go bring in. your bring your vehicle it benefited uh, a, a non-profit I believe so it was race which stands for racing and community enrichment but this foundation uh, was the benefactor of the of the opening weekend um laps and we took the brz three laps we were first in line so we were right behind the pace car do you want to talk which is impressive being first in line because it was packed and 70 we cars maybe day. i think there were 70 75 cars at least and it was continuous so it was right. 10 to 4 and we were there you know to get in it a little bit before 10 and uh who knows how many cars were coming in after us and how many were there the day before on that saturday but the weather was beautiful uh, and i think that made a big difference as well yeah for sure and I, multiple times we were, should we go? Do we not go? And we, we advanced up right to pit lane and we we're going to go out onto the front straight and begin our three laps. And as we're sitting there idling. And you are first in line behind the pace car and we're sitting there and uh, the guy gets out of his pace car and he comes walking back and he taps on the window and Darren puts the window down and he leans in and he said, now make sure that you, you keep you know two car lengths between. He said, and don't let me run away from you. Like yeah. stay with me. Yep. And Darren just looks at him and he's like, uh, you probably told the wrong person <laughs> that. So we're completely hugging this guy's bumper the entire way through the laps. But... I was I was definitely driving at nine tenths 
10 tenths at times. Yeah. Art the pace car driver probably <laughs> should have phrased his words differently to somebody like this. But. There was one point we're going down the straight and he threw both hands up in the air. I don't know what that was <laughs> or what that meant, but he took both hands off the wheel like you're getting too close to me or something. Yeah, but I can't he, lose you. He so looked stop. he looked frustrated or mm-hmm. a little irritated with me, but I was I was doing as he asked. I was definitely not going to let him because lose Because it me. was fun. <laughs> I mean, how can you hold back? It was fun. I will say they, they limit you to 55, 60, 60 miles an hour. Which I didn't think it was going to be anything when we went. Let I me, was like, okay, this is... And nor did I. And it'll be fun. It'll be like, a, you know, a ride at the amusement park. Yeah, I have to tell you, when it's your own vehicle and you're going through a um, decreasing radius turn in a chicane that is actually undulating and going downhill and you see that blue painted tire wall coming up real fast. It was fast enough. All four tires are you're doing a full on drift you start to kind of your butt starts to eat the seat because you're like I don't want to wreck this. What are are you going to tell your insurance company on Monday? Um, I was a bonehead this weekend and I have to replace my whole front end. But uh, no, it it was a lot of fun. Uh, can't wait to do it again next year. Yeah, and so if you like to drive a car at all and you've never been on a closed course like that, you should go up. It's the cheapest, easiest way that you yeah. get the experience. Get it's, some laps on a, on a world-famous so course. Yeah, it's fun. And I would tell you that we saw everything. There was a probably a 91 Impala right behind us that we kept dusting, which all was fun. All kind of beat up. Um, let's see. There was an HH, Chevy HHR <laughs> with four guys in it. Um then, of course, you saw some really great uh, M vehicles. There were Mustangs and... There were pickups. Multiple Porsche 911s. Uh, really, I mean, diverse. A whole. I think there might have been two Subaru clubs came. Oh, yeah. Every WRX generation was there. Uh, but everything. I mean, truly everything was there. We'll put some pictures out uh, on Instagram of the BRZ at the Chaparral at Gate 2 waiting to get in and then I walked down the line of cars with uh, with my phone on video so you'll get to see that as well early morning before the before they opened up the track so much fun I've been telling everybody at the office you got you have to do this it is, it is just so cool well and it was a great way to celebrate year one because yes. you actually got the the hands-on experience with the driving that you talk about so much mm-hmm. so it was a great experience well I now have the road racing bug I figured I would but now that I mean, we've gone to to races there and and uh, been spectators, but boy, once you get in the behind the wheel and you're you're stirring the six gears and a six speed, um, it's a different feeling altogether. And it's only possible, you know, because of the success with cars of Carlisle over the past year as well, to have so many of these experiences. It is, and we're just blessed beyond belief. I can't uh, I can't thank each of you enough. Every time you subscribe, every time you listen, every time you uh, like something on Facebook or Instagram, it all matters. The whole search engine optimization and the Google, all of those things matter, and it gets us further on the on the radar. So we can continue to grow, perhaps gain new sponsors, and just grow and grow and grow and and do a lot more for more people. Just to talk a little bit about the Glen, uh, it was public roads, and they would race through the the village of Watkins Glen, what have you. And it wasn't until I think 1956 that they did a permanent circuit that they built the track itself. And from that, from 1956 forward, it began to grow in multiple iterations. They would add chicanes and then add inner loops and things due to sometimes there were some fatalities, particularly in, uh, I think there was a in uh, NASCAR Winston Cup, there was a fatality in 1992. So they've had to do different things to the loops and the chicanes to try and slow it down, what have you. But uh, 
it is definitely a mecca of road racing, a venue that you need to see. If you, if you don't drive it, at least go to some race, if at all possible. They have Formula One, uh, United States Grand Prix. They have uh, Sports Car Championship, Trans Am, Can-Am, uh, the NASCAR Cup Series, uh, the, the IMSA, the International Motorsports Association, IndyCar Series. Uh, it is definitely a place to be. And it's a beautiful area as well. Oh, you drive yeah. drive into the middle of nowhere, turn left. Wineries everywhere. And yeah. The Seneca Lake. Easy uh, to get to. It's great. Yeah, and there's there's nothing that I would say that is not cool about the whole whole process and and uh, the town itself, the track. So definitely check that out. Okay, so before I go on to tell you a little bit about an addition to the Cars of Carlisle fleet, a little teaser, so to speak. A little teaser. Yeah, let's give that answer to the trivia question that you've all been waiting with bated breath for. That is. 1956 that was the first year that they actually created the track got the vehicles off of the village and the town roads no more public road racing and now it was completely a sanctioned racetrack so that all commenced in 1956 that is today's trivia question answer we'll get into it over the next episode or two but uh, a new vehicle uh, in the in the lineup here that we'll be talking more about we'll be featuring some sound bites from it it'll be definitely involved in this 2019 car show season uh, a new vehicle with the cfc decal on the back window and it's definitely going to get uh, a lot of uh, press time so more on that new car in the uh, paddock well as we start to wind down this episode scott again thank you so much for all of the help to the entire cars of carlisle team for everything that everyone has done to help this come along to where it is but most especially a big thank you to you Cubers, the Cars of Carlisle community. The fact that you come back week after week, you download, listen, enjoy, and we're growing together. And I can't thank you enough. So, And I, I'm here to say as a personal testimonial, I've never been a huge car person, but this has drugged me into being so interested in so many things. So I'll thanks tell you, for the, going along with the ride. Oh, sure. It's transformed this guy. I mean, we, we walked through a car event or whatever it might be, and here's some aftermarket exhaust next thing you know he's got his phone out and he's recording it because he loves it. i mean how about it you're you wouldn't have great. done that five years ago it is great i don't know who you are sometimes you've changed so much it's good <laughs> it's in a good way <laughs> it's okay. no i mean that absolutely it's a good change all right it was my car inversion <laughs> all right oh, no more puns no more puns okay we're gonna we're gonna put it back into neutral say thank you so much can't wait for you to come back Episode 51 will be out there for you. If you subscribe, it'll be there midnight Eastern time, ready for you when you get up for your Wednesday morning commute. We'll be featuring Bill Sangri, and I spend some time in his garage. This is a quick teaser. A massive garage. It actually is bigger than his house. It is heated. He has a, uh, a full bathroom, shower. Um, he has a sitting area, big screen TV, washer, dryer, so he can do all of his own uh, shop rags or anything without taking them into the house. The fully drywalled pictures, emblems, trophies, everything. It's like being in a museum. 21 foot ceilings. He has multiple lifts and all of his vehicles in there. It's just such an honor to be friends with a guy like Bill and for him to open his garage up uh, just to spend time with him. You're going to really like that uh, that episode next week, episode 51. 
And also, at any of the events coming up, hope to see everybody at as many of them as possible. But if you see anyone from the Cars of Carlisle team, come up to us. Afro- Talk with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Tell us about yourself. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want to hear. Please do. And, uh, you know, just become a part of the community of Cars of Carlisle as well. Look for us. We'll have our t-shirts on and, and uh, we'll talk to anybody. We'd love to uh, get you on the air if you feel comfortable with that. We'd love to meet you. Yeah, because we've been told more on-site interviews. So show up on-site. <laughs> Help us out. Okay. So, Scott, let's go ahead and put it in park. I'll say drive well, be well, take, take care. care.